Coming to you live from the most powerful city in the world. Welcome to the Sideline Junkies. Sponsored by Anchor FM. Take it away, fellas. Good Tuesday evening. Welcome to another edition of the Sideline Junkies Tuesday night flight. We got the main man, the mighty, mighty DR. What up, what up? You got the big guy, KG, of course. Me and this gentleman on the other end should be feeling really daggone good right about now because we both picked the Warriors to... I'm um, sorry, well, not last night, but game two in which they did 109-104. Um, in my opinion, I think they took back control of the series what do you think um i would definitely have to agree i, I think i had to describe the uh, game two win as uh gutsy um clay went out with the uh the hamstring stuff i think he was i'm not sure we had flu-like symptoms but he wasn't feeling 100 percent. you know katie i don't think we're gonna see katie again um uh, then Looney went out. Uh, so you know they 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 persevered, man. You know through the injuries and through you know just through everything. I think Toronto they got away from what worked for them in Game One. Then Kyle Lowry he fouled out. Disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, just damn. a disgusting your voice. Yeah, I mean, here's my thing about Cal Lowry. It's nothing personal. The guy's an Olympian, an All Star, but he's a, a, a just and like moments that they need him. He he's such a a, a failure, like a disappointment. Man. We got Junie stepping in. What's happening there? What's brother? the deal, fellas? How's everybody What's doing? Good? Good man, good. Complain. The the question on the table is: What were your thoughts from Game Two? We didn't get your pick, but Delonte and myself picked the Warriors to win Game Two. Uh, what were your thoughts as far as Game Two went? I don't. I don't think they got away from the game plan. I just think none of their shots were falling. I think they went about five whole straight minutes without a bucket, and then Fleet come in and hit the first bucket. I think of the you know second half. So, uh, and it, it the thing about it, they was at home. You think your shots will fall at home with the with the crowd behind you? But um, I my pick was Toronto. I want to see Toronto win the series. It was a close game, but it what, what they lost by five. Yeah, yeah, just can't make those stupid mistakes. And you know, uh, to be professionals and they millionaires, you know. They gotta, they gotta find a way to get them buckets to drop, man. You know. Yeah, I, I you absolutely right. Yeah, I agree. Good, Delonte. I said I agree, and then not only that, like when um times get tough, you can't resort to like playing like one on one basketball. Kawhi was, I don't even think he he had an assist the uh, second half. He get the ball. He was, you know, he was trying to take his man to the hole. He was playing one on one. Basketball, Van Fleet. This dude was shooting from like thirty-five feet. I was like, "What? 
dude, like that's that's not even your game. And Surge, Surge, he was enough right there. Looking at the box score for Toronto, uh, Siakam, who was our athlete of the week on sidelinejunkies.com, had 12 points, eight rebounds, five assists. Kawhi gave you 34 points, 14 rebounds, and three assists. Uh, Kyle Lowry, 13 points, one rebound, two assists, and 28 minutes of play. Philistine. Um Van Fleet, who's been coming on, I, 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 I'm going to say this. Don't be surprised if you see Van Fleet in the starting lineup and Kyle Lowry coming off the bench. Because Van Fleet gave you 17-4. and four. He's giving you more production off the bench than Kyle Lowry is. Yep. I agree. So, yeah, I agree. And then Serge Ibaka, seven points, ten rebounds. And then... Uh, Mark Gasol, six and six. So, looking at the Warriors side, I mean, they did everything that they could do to win this game. So, I mean, DeMarcus Cousins showed some versatility because he went from playing his normal rebounding outlet self to becoming a point forward. Did you guys see that later in the game? Yeah. Yep. He took over the Draymond role when Draymond was on the bench, and he started bringing the ball up, and then he started distributing. He'll catch it in a post, and he started distributing. He had 11, 6, and 10, and 6 assists, 10 rebounds. He gave you a double-double. Draymond damn near gave you a triple-double. He was assist shy, 17, 9, and 10. Iggy with the dagger three with, uh, what was it, four seconds left? That put the game out of reach. He gave you eight points, eight rebounds, and six assists. You got 23 from Steph, who was sick. Klay Thompson wound up going out with the hamstring. He gave you 25. But once again, no production from the daggone bench. Nobody on the bench was in double figures. For real? That is a problem. Yes. The, the, The biggest contributor off the bench was Quinn Cook. He had nine points. Now, Cook's nine points. Sean Livingston only gave you six. Um, Kevin Looney, who got hurt, didn't give you any points. Bogut gave you six. McKinney gave you six. You can't get that type of bench production unless you're a a late 90s uh, Bulls team, uh, early 2000s team, or Sacramento you know, those guys didn't get very much points, very many points off the bench, but they still won. You can't do that this day and time uh, in an NBA where guy, you know, every, almost every game's over 100. You can't win like that. But obviously, the starters had to carry the load, and it worked for the for the Warriors. Hey, you know what, KD? They're, they're starters. Uh, producing so much, man. They don't even need much bench play. They need that little four points from McDaniel, six points from, you know, somebody else, them rebounds, that nine points from Quinn Cook. From Quinn Cook. That's all they need. Man, the Warriors just got an awesome yeah. team, man. Yeah. I mean, but I, I would expect – I expected Sean Livingston. But you know what? 
it would it would be different if KD was playing because then Iguodala would be coming off the bench, and he right. would be the sixth man. So he he would probably give you a little bit more of a spark. And Iguodala and Demarcus Cousins only played twenty eight minutes of that game. Wow! So that mm-hmm. says Draymond and Steph played forty one. That says a lot right there. But looking at the team stats and the breakdown, the Raptors shot poorly. They shot 37% from the field compared to 46% for the Warriors. But now this is a stat that boggles my mind for both sides. Now, the Warriors shot 38% from three. The Raptors shot they were 11 of 38. 11 of 38. The Warriors wow. were 13 of 30. Right. Who the hell jacks up that many threes in a game? Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. They were li- they were living and dying by the three. Right. Man. But you know who I'm going to give props to? The Marcus Cousins. He was balling. Yeah. He was balling. I got I to gotta say I, the same thing. I absolutely agree with you. Yeah, he was an X-Factor, because, if you ask me. Yeah. And the way he turned into the point forward, he was getting the rebounds, everything. He, I mean, he played his game, and that's not even his full game. Mm-hmm. And speaking of rebounds, the Warriors got to get better on the offensive boards. They were out-rebounded by seven. 49 to 42 total rebounds, but they only had six offensive rebounds compared to 15 for the Raptors. That's a lot of second chance points. If you want to be technical about it, that's a possible 30 second chance points mm-hmm. that the, the Raptors probably could have had. So, well, I tell, I tell you what, the Raptors about to man up because uh, they messed up big time when they lost that game at home. Yeah. So it's going to be hard to go in the Oracle Arena and get a win. Well, that is absolutely true. Absolutely true there, Junie. But now we, we kind of glossed over it, but Clay Thompson questionable for game three. Does that – and now we thought KD was going to return game three. He has been confirmed that he is out for game three. So the Warriors being down, possibly Clay. you're already down uh, Kevin Durant. And Kevin Looney is out. Is out. A fraction, a fraction of the first costal cartilage on the right side of his rib cage. I don't even know what the hell that is. Yeah, he's gonna be out for a while too. But I, I know when you when you sprain the cartilage in between your rib cage, I know that hurts pretty bad. Mm-hmm. But damn. So that's three players you're possibly down. So who do they and, thought of in Clay's spot? Ooh, now that's a good daggone question. They um they might go Quinn Cook and Steph Curry in the backcourt, or they might um, plug in uh, Livingston. And you plug Man. in Sean. That's that that that's good right there because you can move. You can actually uh move um um Steph over to the two guard and let Clay let Clay handle the ball a little bit. I mean, like shit. Um, Quince. let uh Sean Livingston handle oh, handle the ball a little bit more. Right. 
So that could work. But, ah, man, I, I mean, my initial question before this came out was, uh, would the re- return of KD signal a surefire win for the series? But I, I guess he, he's not coming back right now. But it makes you wonder, if this is a strained calf, how long does it normally take to come back? Because he went out the second round. The end of the second round, he missed all of the conference finals. He's missed all of the NBA finals. So he missed four games. This game coming up be game number eight, I believe. I guess they just don't want to rush him back. Yeah. Hmm. I'm just – I'm starting to wonder if it's more than a strain calf. Yeah. Yeah, I think – yeah. So, but looking at the the roster of the Warriors, boy, you got uh, Andrew Bogut got to step up. That's number one. He's got He's gonna have to step up with Looney going down. He's gonna have to step up. Your rep code's gonna have to step up. Uh, Bogut seven feet. Your rep goes sent six ten. These guys are gonna have to get in there and get dirty, get some rebounds, get some good easy putbacks. Um, Draymond's gonna have to crash the boards a lot. He's gonna have to stop living so close out to the perimeter and get in there and get dirty. Hey man, I got a question for y'all. What's up? Exact. What position is Jordan Bale? Up like Forward. power forward. Small four power. Because they had him doing a jump ball the other night. I think he started before uh, Bogut came in. Yeah, he can play some center. I didn't realize he was that tall. Mm. That's why I was asking. He, he's one of those, uh, what did Kenny Smith used to call him? You got big little men, and then you got little big men. And little big men always surprise you because they'll take you down in the post and take you to school. Right. So, I mean, geez, just if this injury with Clay is serious, serious enough for him to miss time, how bad does it hurt the Warriors' chances of at least winning one of these games at home? I think as long as they have – I think they should be fine – as long as they have at least Steph and Draymond, or <clears throat> Steph, Draymond, or, or, and Boogie. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it's Toronto. They, they're definitely capable of, of taking one at Oracle. But I and see, go ahead. I, I said, but I think in the grand scheme of things, I I see Golden State uh, protecting their home court. So it's gonna to be tough, Toronto. They, they, they had a shot, man. They, they kind of screwed up by losing game two. Bottom line, agree with that. I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, you know, everybody says that the 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 Warriors stole home court advantage. Basically, I mean, they 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 didn't have home court advantage. Once you steal one on the road, 
you still that home court advantage. You're going with the momentum back to your home floor. That's right. If they can come out of this, and they got they need to win both at home. <laughs> so that'll put them up three one. But we all know three one's not a good thing for the Golden State Warriors. All right. Remember that collapse at a 73 and 19. Still 73 and 9. And I always joke that 73 and 9 sounds good, but 72 and 10 got a better ring to it. Um but we know what they can do with the 3-1. They blew it. And wound up losing in seven games. If things go down to the point where uh Durant misses more than game three. Clay Thompson misses any game time. I'm, I'm thinking that this is this is done. This is this is over in six. Dang. And I don't mean for for the Warriors. I mean for Toronto. Hey man, I totally agree, man. They need Clay, man. You ask me. Clay is yeah. a pure shooter, man. He came out there hitting so much, man. It was getting me hot. Well, yeah, I, I agree. They, they definitely need Clay. But they proved that they could win without Durant. They proved that time and time again. Right. And I, I, I know I know Kevin Durant, when they lose, Kevin Durant kind of can smile a little bit because, hey, y'all do need me. But really, they don't. It's not saying that he's not an all-world player, but this team has cohesion to play without him. Yep. And I mean, I, don't, I hope he doesn't take it as a slight because they can play without him because, you know, that's the way it's supposed to be. They can't depend on you for everything. Who knows if you're going to even be there next year? Yeah, I don't think Life either. goes on. Right. I don't think so either. Well, fellas, let's jump out, pay some bills, and then we're going to come back with the question of the night. Won't tell you what it is just yet. So when we come back, you'll find all that out. Stay tuned. And just like that, we strike back like the empire, giving you more that you desire. Some of that sideline junkies fight. I've been working on that one all day. Hmm. I can so. dig it, brother. I can dig it. <laughs> Uh, never said that I claim to be a rapper, but the question of the night, as of right now, we're talking, what's today's date? Um, the 4th of June, it is 948 Eastern Standard Time. I'm talking at this very moment right now. Are the Golden State Warriors a dynasty? And before you answer that. The definition of a dynasty is a line of hereditary rulers of a country, a succession of people from the same family who are, play a prominent role in business, politics, and or another field. Okay? Mm-hmm. Are they a dynasty right now? Of course. Of course. Five straight finals. Um, what, three titles in the last um, five years? You know, possibly... Like, you know, and and yeah, you know the the whole 
losing a 3-1 lead to Cleveland in 2016. Because the 2016 was 2017, one of them. But, you know, I mean, of course, you know, people will bring that up. and They should. But, you no, know, nah, we, we, we can't deny Golden State. They are a dynasty squad. With everybody healthy, I agree with Delonte, man. I hate to say it. But, yes, they are a dynasty. And uh, they are a great team, awesome team. With everybody help. Now, yeah. I'm a, I'm a put it this way. Putting them in the the, the the lane of the dynasties, okay? You're putting them with the Celtics of the 50s and 60s, who won from 59 from 57. I'm sorry, to 69, they won 11 titles. They only missed the. 58 season where they lost to the St. Louis Hawks. Okay. You're putting them in, in line with the 90s Bulls, the 80s Celtics, the late 80s, jeez, uh, the late 80s Pistons, um, the early 2000 Lakers, Showtime. And those are dynasties right there. And then oh, shoot the Spurs. The Spurs were I'll, I'll say from ninety nine up until this past year, they were a dynasty. So I mean, putting them in that same vein, even though they have been to five different finals, five different years, five years in a row. As of right now, I can't give them that dynasty tag. Well, let, 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 me, let me jump in and say this. Uh, this Golden State team can probably beat two or three of the teams you just named, except that Celtic team with won 11 titles. Um, uh, the Golden State, even though I was a Bulls fan back them days, Golden State are the top that, that, that record they had that year. Now, what was it, 72 and 10? Yep. So Golden State already topped that. And you saying about go uh Golden State and, and, and Chicago Bulls. So Golden State already topped that team. Well, let me be quite honest with you. I I I I broke it down and that Golden State team in a seven game series I've had I'm where did we go? I think we were out Tyson's Corner Mall, and BJ had showed me the simulation they did on 2K, and I I, I damn near threw his phone because uh-huh. I was like, how? They're not even simulating right. That's not how we sub. That's not how the 96 Bulls sub. That's not even how things go. And they had the Warriors beating them in a seven-game series by a sweep. And I'm like, okay, how is that possible? That team that the Warriors had, they wouldn't be able to go get Gator. The 96 Bulls. Oh, wow. There I said it. Wow. Because everybody say, well, who's going to stop Steph? I could put Ron Harper on Steph. Who's going to stop Draymond? Dennis Robin to take him out. And I still got two other hired guns and Pippen and Jordan. Then on the other end of the ball, let me ask you, who's going to stop Pippen? Who's going to stop Jordan? Then when I bring Kukoc off the bench, who's going to stop him? Nothing. And I got defensive players on the bench and Randy Brown. 
Judd Bushler. I got a walk in seven fouls. I'm sorry, six fouls and James Edwards. So I can just send James Edwards in there and be like, hey, use your six fouls. Same thing with Jack Haley if I want. So you, you want to run that by me again that they can, <laughs> they're not even worthy. Like I said in the last segment before we went to commercial, 73 and nine sounds good, but 72 and 10 got that beautiful ring to it. Well, let me just tell you this, man. I'm going to cut you off. When you just name all them Chicago Bull guys, I'm going to tell you, my skin was crawling. But those were my boys back in the days. I'm going to tell you. And now I'm with you. I mean, Ron Hopper, Pippen, Jordan. Oh, my God. Anyway. But I'm just – I can't give them that take. It's not – it has nothing to do with – I mean, you dropped a 3-1 lead. That's what it has something to do with. You dropped a 3-1 lead. Um, You, you got to be a killer when it comes to – these playoff series, when you got your foot on a team's net, no way, shape, or form, nothing should stop you from winning that series. Now, everybody likes to talk about, uh, and I'm, I always bring up my Bulls, I always bring up Jordan because I am a huge Bulls fan, still am, 89 to the grave and beyond. But, oh, well, Jordan lost in the first round, but he lost to some of the greatest teams ever in the first round. He lost to a championship Boston Celtic team. He lost to dominant Sixers teams. He never lost to Cleveland. I mean, shoot, it's because of Jordan. Cleveland got held back, and they had good teams. But, I mean, I just can't put that dynasty tag on them right now. At this very moment, right now, I cannot do it. If they come out on the other side of this series clean and hoisting the Larry O'Brien trophy, I think then I can say yes. But I, I respect you fellas to the utmost. And I respect your opinion and you saying, yes, I just can't. So I I, I hope I, I don't get a... Uh, I hope I don't get released from sideline junkies for this. Say <laughs> that, but I, I just I can't do it. Uh, I I I gotta I gotta stick to my guns, man. Golden State, that that's a dynasty squad, man. I'm glad you said it, Delonte. I just said to myself, I almost went with Kev, but I said I gotta stick to my guns. Now, I, like I said, I was a big Chicago Bulls fan in them days, and my skin was crawling when he named all them players. But I got to stick to my gun. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Well, you know, we got uh, NHL playoffs. And Stanley Cup finals are up and running. The St. Louis Blues came back game four to tie the series up. They won four to two. Uh, tomorrow night, nope, sorry, tomorrow's Wednesday, Thursday is game five. Uh, Delonte, is there any panic going on over there on your side in your house? Nah, it's just uh, same old, same old. Ah, we got this, so you know, it's just a lot of, a lot of propaganda, but we'll see if they if, if the Bruins lose game five, 
I might have a a, a breaking up, you know, news update for y'all. <laughs> but I, that that's that's supreme confidence on her end. I will tell you that yes. we got this. I, I wish I had that type of confidence in my teams. Right. So we got game three of the NBA Finals. What's that? Tomorrow night, nine p.m. From Oracle Arena, so let's 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 get it out before we get out of here. Let's let's get those picks in. Who y'all taking? Oh, I got Golden State winning by by ten. Ooh, okay. I'm gonna go opposite from you. Without with, with those guys out, Clay out, Durant out. I gotta go with Toronto. Toronto need this game. They gotta win one at the Oracle. So Toronto. By five. Um, I, I gotta, I gotta be the tiebreaker one way or the other. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm, I'm gonna stick with my pick from last game. I'm gonna say the Warriors by five. I, I, I almost nailed it last game, but I'll take it this game. Warriors by five, but it's gonna be a overtime or double overtime thriller it's gonna come down to fatigue and substitutions and i think that's where uh steve kerr has the the the, the upper hand over nick nurse because Mm. he has the experience so it's gonna come down to how you use your players right so before we get out of here Let's do this little wrap-up. Let me ask y'all a question. Maybe I'm tripping, but when you watch the NBA Finals and mm-hmm. it's being done by ESPN or uh, ABC, when they have Mark Jackson on, does it sound like he's just a little bit salty when he's talking about the uh, the, the Warriors? I mean, he's giving them praise, but it, it sounds like he's just a tad bit salty. Oh, definitely. Sometimes. I, I agree. I hear that. Yeah. And I and I'm not hating, not trying to stir up controversy, but he has every right to be. And I'm glad you said that. Mark Jackson is the reason right now I don't like Golden State because he made that team. Agreed. Yeah, I agree. I just I look at it like, okay, I mean it's the same thing. That happened in Tampa Bay with Tony Dungy. Jay Gruden came in, had a, a better offense, and they went and won a Super Bowl. But what did they do after that? Nothing. Nothing. I mean, it, it, it happens. It's not the first time it happened where a coach comes in and nearly gets the team over the hump. And he gets let go early, and the next thing you know, the team gets a new coach and they win. Yep. Didn't I mean pretty much that's what happened in Cleveland when they won that championship? Tyron Lue came in and took over a team that had a winning record when they fired. Exactly. Exactly. They were off and running, but because he was a stern coach, he wasn't a players' coach. He didn't. He enforced discipline. They wanted him out of there. Oh, you'll get your ring, but you know, you got to go. 
I asked the question, and I'll ask you guys this question before we get out of here. Do you think David Black, Mark Jackson, who guys that are big on discipline, big on defense, do you think you'll see them sitting on the bench as a head coach in the NBA ever again? I'm, uh, to be honest, I'm not even sure. I, I think David Black, he didn't get a fair chance. That's what you call old school coaching. I love it. I love it. And uh, I don't think you will see them again. And Mark Jackson is doing a hell of a job commentating. I would love to see him coach another team. I was hoping he got picked for the Lakers job. David Blatt, he's somewhere in South America with Curtis Blow. (laughs) (laughs) And you know something? With David Blatt, David Blatt is a very accomplished coach, but it's overseas. The EuroLeague Coach of the Year, EuroLeague Champion, FIBA EuroLeague Champion, Italian League Champion, Italian Cup winner, Adriatic League Champion. I mean, he's got titles out of on titles, on titles, on titles. But I don't think he'll ever get another opportunity in the NBA. He was only the head coach for from 2014 to 2016. Mm-hmm. I don't think he'll he'll, he'll get uh. Another opportunity. Not in the NBA. No, because the thing is, these guys are some of my high price millionaire babies. You can't talk to them. Now, overseas, you know, for a fact, those guys, you know, you're groomed to be able to take the harshness of a coach from an early age. Nobody coddles you, but it's only to push you forward. And Wow, that doesn't fly too well in America, and that's a that's a pretty pretty bad downfall. Yeah, I agree. So, um, well, fellas, when we come back on Thursday for our Thursday night throwdown, uh, we will see who is taking the lead in the NBA Finals. Uh, the NHL Stanley Cup Finals will be in progress, so we'll be doing a live look for that. Any other news and notes that comes up between the now and the next couple of days, we'll be all over it. So, any final words before we get up out of here? Um, shout out to LeVar Ball. Um, not sure if anybody uh, peaked his um, appearance on TV earlier, but he a lot of things he said before turned out to be correct. So he might be a, a, a madman, but the dude, you know, he can, he will foresee into the future like crazy. Hey, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I can't stand him, but I was like, man, everything he said was absolute truth. So make sure you tag LeVar Ball on this. Uh, podcast. So we might even get him up here one night. <laughs> you know what? I'd actually like that because I, I got I got a few choice words for him, and I I, 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 I would let him have it. First of all, I let him know the way you handle your son, uh, uh mellow, and you you know you ask him what the hell is wrong with him? Are you crazy? Are you stupid? Are you blind? Yes. Put your foot in that boy's back pocket. He needs it. 
That is parenting 101. I love the way he treats him. He don't take nothing from that boy. That's right. I love it. Now that part I do love. I love the way he treats him. You gotta you gotta stay on him because he he got he didn't got so big headed. We're not even gonna get into that. I could do a whole show on that. So fellas, as always, it's been a pleasure. We will be doing this again very, very soon. But until then, we don't do no overtime. We are out of here. Peace. Peace. This has been another Sideline Junkies production. Sponsored by Anchor FM. For any questions, comments, or even if you have a show idea, you can always email the fellas. Sideline Junkies 24-7 at gmail.com. Junkies out.